Hey folks, my name is Ike Morgan and we are down in Alabama. Now, we're literally down in Alabama covering as much news as we can from Lookout Mountain to Mobile Bay. And Down in Alabama is also the name of our show. We spend about three to five minutes daily going over a handful of news and culture stories that are a mix of the top stories and maybe the most overlooked stories and sometimes just the most Alabama stories of the day. Now, there's not a strict definition of what the most Alabama stories of the day are, but you know them when you see them. So y'all come on by and give us a listen. And bring a sense of humor, because we take the news seriously, but not ourselves. The show is called Down in Alabama, and we're available wherever you listen to your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, Stories from a Pandemic. I can see them maybe having students at games for one game, maybe two, but I don't think that's going to last. Just personally, I can't see it happening. I've heard the argument that, yeah, but we're not connected to the players. So like if we aren't there, it's on us. But I think if someone were to contract it and die, I just don't see how you could keep going. Today we hear from AL.com reporter Gianna Hahn. Normally, Gianna covers Auburn football and other Tigers athletics. But with COVID-19 shutting down spring sports, she has transitioned to informing people on the pandemic's impact on the city of Auburn and Auburn University. As COVID-19 cases rise in the area, the city and school are taking new measures to slow the spread. AL.com's Tom Green reports that Auburn City Council will hold a previously unscheduled meeting on Thursday to discuss potential additional public safety measures that could help limit the spread of COVID-19. The meeting comes as Auburn University this week reported a five-fold increase in new positive COVID-19 cases on campus, with 207 new positive test results for the week of August 15th through the 21st. And similar to Tuscaloosa, there are concerns at the university and in town since students return to campus this month. Auburn Vice President for Student Affairs Bobby Woodard sent an email to students warning that recent events around campus have put the university's plan for a successful on-campus semester in jeopardy, resulting in the school implementing a restriction on in-person gathering on campus to no more than 50 people through October 10th. That warning also said if students do not adhere to COVID safety protocols, including wearing masks in public, the semester may not finish on campus. Like other college towns in Alabama and across the country, Auburn has seen large crowds packing downtown bars, forcing some bars to close voluntarily out of an abundance of caution. I spoke to Gianna Hahn about Auburn University's response to mounting COVID-19 cases on campus, the students' reaction to the new restrictions, how protecting the football season factors into the school's guidelines, and what questions remain as the semester continues. Gianna, I live in Tuscaloosa where the university and city have taken what many consider drastic measures to limit the spread of COVID, including shutting down bars after seeing students without masks, waiting in crowded lines. That rang alarm bells. You went to a bar in downtown Auburn earlier this week, and you saw something similar. What happened? Yeah, so throughout the first week of classes, I kind of was checking out what the bar scene looked like. And the whole time, all the bars had people up and mingling, but on Saturday night, same deal, but increased that by a hundred. Some of the bars 
I don't know if they'd been tipped off or what, but they actually were enforcing that people, once they were in, had to stay at their tables. But the two big bars that I checked out, Southeastern Sky Bar, did not enforce that at all. And they just had hundreds of students packed in there while I was on the dance floor, um, partying, uh, wandering around. No one, almost no one was wearing masks. They all had to wear masks to get in, but it was more of a case where they waited in line without their masks. They walked up to the bouncer, put their mask on, got in and took it immediately back off. So it was just, it just looked like a whole different world compared to the rest of the country in coronavirus shutdown. Yeah, and in your photos and videos, many people are looking directly into your lenses, sort of defiantly smiling, acting up, and even using inappropriate gestures. How would you describe their behavior when they saw you filming them and taking photos of them? The first night, I think, the first few nights I went, like, before the weekend, I think, they weren't really thinking like they, it just didn't cross their mind that they were doing anything bad. A lot of them were more like photo shoot, blah, blah, blah. But Saturday night, I think it was more of a mixed bag where some people knew that we were taking photos because they were doing something that maybe shouldn't have been done or at least to like demonstrate that. And so it was very defiant. Lots of uh, middle fingers up at me. Some people purposely put on their mask and were trying to block my camera but then I still did have a bunch of people who were like take a photo of me or they would turn and smile or give me a peace sign so it was a mix of defiance and then just complete lack of understanding of why or I don't know if it's an understanding or just comprehension that maybe they're doing something that could show up in the news now that might have been also mixed up with alcohol but yeah, it was just a very different different reactions from different people, but all of them were a little bit confusing to me. So at least two bars in Auburn, including one of the ones you visited this week, have chosen to shut down out of an abundance of caution. And this is a different approach to other bars in the state who certainly want to remain open so their businesses aren't more impacted than they already are. What's the sense that you get from bar owners in Auburn about the role that they play in the potential spread of COVID, especially now that students are back in town? Yeah, so right when coronavirus started, these two bars that shut down, they're they're under the same ownership. They also had shut down at the beginning. I didn't go to any of the bars since, like, I haven't gone since March. So I'm not sure how they've been over the summer, whether they reopened they were distancing or anything but I know that like (laughs) this past week they haven't really seemed to care which is why it was interesting to see them shut down I don't it it almost felt like we were caught and let shut down but that's just me putting words in their mouth but they just they had their doors and windows completely open everyone could see in they just kept letting people in and there's also going to be a meeting this afternoon so they shut down before that happened but also you have to give them props or at least thinking about that instead of just going on um the other bar hasn't said anything and neither of them responded to comment so it's just i can't speak on how they've been outside of the first week of classes but during the first week of classes i mean there just didn't seem to be any sort of restrictions Like in Tuscaloosa, 
football is an essential part of the community and the culture, something the city economy depends on annually. So I'm sure they're doing all they can to make sure that the season happens as planned. What impact do you think football is having on these measures the school is taking to limit COVID spread on campus? I guess I mean, how much of what the university is doing is because they want to protect football? It's interesting because the football players have been calling out people. Like, I had a few share my tweet and say, like, what are you guys doing? And the rest of the student body just seems to be ignoring them. After some pushing, Coach Melzon did say something about, hey, students, we're all in this together. But the athletic department hasn't really spoken up like they did at Alabama. And, like, the school just limited gatherings to 50 or less, but not football. So it's like they want football season, but it doesn't seem to be this connection between, hey, we're doing this, like, for football, if that makes sense. Like, all these people love football, and yet, despite all the, their own players saying, hey, you have to stay safe so we can have football, they're just, like, blatantly ignoring a lot of what they're saying. Like, if you look into those football players' replies on their tweets, it, it's not a pretty place. So, it's just, there seems to be a disconnect. Like, they really want football, but are they really thinking about how these things affect each other? So Auburn's latest report shows 202 students and five employees tested positive for COVID. And Lee County saw bigger spikes than others early in the pandemic. So it's certainly been a long five months for the area. How would you describe Auburn University and the city's response to this, especially since that early struggle with the volume of cases? Have they managed to buckle down pretty well or has the restart of the school year just changed everything? I, that's something I'm actually very interested in asking local business owners is how the restart has changed everything. Because while I was reporting on the community, like the city of Auburn, I know some of the different business leaders in the area had mentioned how having such a high volume of students really did keep like hold them back from buckling down because of this misconception that young people can't get it. So none of them wanted to wear masks. No, almost no one was wearing masks until the mandate. But I know there were a few businesses that were really, really serious about it. And then there were some that just didn't care. And so I feel like that kind of reflected itself in the students as well. And now that the students are back, like places that you see everyone wearing masks are no longer like that. Like now that you have all these people coming from outside. So as a community, I think like business owners were trying for the most part and the residents were trying, but I think the students just add another variable in there and it's just so different from what everyone else is thinking. And so now that you have more of them, (laughs) we shall wait and see how that affects things. But, and then the university itself, I'm not hearing like the best things about the way it's been communicating. I know that they didn't put that mask mandate for on campus in until like classes had already started. And I know some people feel that should have been put in place or made clear earlier. So I think Auburn still, it really feels like they're still trying to figure it out. Like they didn't figure it out before the students came back. You reported that as of Monday, Auburn is still holding some in-person instruction Have they outlined any plans to switch to online learning in the event of a larger outbreak? 
Not that I heard of when I last checked yesterday. I have heard that most of the information is through email, which I'm not on Auburn's email list, but it also means that if you're not checking your email, you don't really know what the most up-to-date news is, but it doesn't seem like there has been any sort of move towards completely online other than recently the vice president sent that email telling them like oh we are limiting our gatherings to 50 and like if you keep acting this way we'll be able to complete the semester on campus so it's more of like a warning than a plan from what i've heard but i could be wrong because i've not seen the email and so finally What are you waiting for now? What are the biggest questions that you have about what's happening on campus as the semester continues? I think what we just talked about, are they going to be able to keep going? Are they going to go completely online? And if they do go completely online, a ton of Auburn students live off campus, so will they just stay? And if they do, then you're still going to have similar problems. And I can see them maybe having students at games for one game, maybe two, but I don't think that's going to last. Just personally, I can't see it happening. I've heard the argument that, yeah, but we're not connected to the players, so like if we aren't there, it's on us. But I think if someone were to contract it and die, I just don't see how you could keep going. So the way that that affects sports will be very interesting. And something else that I have been running up against personally, and I've heard from other people, is Auburn's testing center. You can only get tested so many times a week. And so if you just want to get tested, I have heard that you can't really. And so me personally as a non-Auburn student, I can't go on campus and I've been trying to get a test and the testing sites are just overflowed. I called at 8 a.m. and right when they open, I still kind of get it. And so I've heard that's just like something is happening in the community. So how is the community going to respond to that? So I don't know, there's just so many questions right now among all of them. I think a statewide question that affects Auburn is, is this mask mandate going to be extended? Because it's on right now, but people aren't wearing them as soon as they step off campus. And some people aren't wearing them on campus. So, yeah, just a whole lot of questions. Gianna, thank you so much and keep up the great work. Thank you. If you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story, please email bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thank you for listening.